Today is Wednesday, July 1st. We'll explain the newest prediction for the pandemic, a historic trade deal taking effect today, and why China's crackdown on Hong Kong comes at such a significant time. Plus, which airlines are and are not blocking middle seats now, Major League Baseball begins its comeback, and what Bob Dylan just accomplished before anyone else. Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy. All the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. Yet again, the United States broke a record for the most COVID-19 cases confirmed in one day. That was the fourth time in the last week the U.S. broke the single-day record. It was reached with 48,000 new infections reported just yesterday. But still, it could get worse. The nation's top infectious disease expert says if recent outbreaks are not contained, we could end up more than doubling that latest record with 100,000 new cases daily. Dr. Anthony Fauci was back on Capitol Hill to talk about reopening schools and workplaces, but he ended up talking about what he called the very disturbing trends he's seeing right now. And even though most spikes have been happening in the South and West, he says the entire U.S. is vulnerable. He once again urged Americans, no matter where they live, to use the tools we have to stop the spread of the virus, and that is social distancing and mask wearing. And while a recent Pew Research poll found there has been a partisan divide over mask wearing, more lawmakers in Congress this week have been proudly wearing masks and telling people they represent to do the same. In fact, that's one of the few things Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi actually agree on. We've also heard similar mask endorsements from former Vice Presidents Joe Biden and Dick Cheney, as well as the current VP, Mike Pence. But even with the vocal support from elected officials on both sides of the aisle now, President Trump is not joining in yet. He's never worn one in public. And in recent months, he said he doesn't think a mask would be a good look for him. Though now the White House spokesperson says the president has no problem with masks, but wants people to be able to make their own decisions. Of course, getting a vaccine developed is also a top priority right now. The FDA just outlined conditions for approving a COVID-19 vaccine. Among them, the FDA will require the vaccine be at least 50% more effective than the placebo. Otherwise, it won't get approved. The Trump administration has promised to get a vaccine on the market by early 2021 and without cutting corners on safety or effectiveness. That's the hope, at least. We'll see what happens over the next six months. The new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, called USMCA, goes into effect today. And that means the North American Free Trade Agreement, known as NAFTA, is a thing of the past. The new trade deal is pretty similar to the old one, but there are some key differences. For starters, the USMCA should give American auto manufacturing a big boost. That's because it requires three-quarters of a vehicle's parts to come from one of the North American countries. It used to be less than two-thirds were required. The U.S. government says this change alone will mean 28,000 more American jobs over the next six years. Also, in all three countries, auto workers must make at least $16 an hour. So Mexico will no longer have an advantage by allowing workers to get paid less. Among the other changes, the USMCA should make environmental regulations easier to enforce. Under NAFTA, countries had to prove a violation directly affected trade, so not much could be done about things like sewage spills. But that provision was taken out of the new agreement. We've posted a link with all the details about the USMCA in today's show notes. But remember, this deal has been in the works for a while. President Trump has been pushing to replace NAFTA since 2017. He worked with Mexico and Canada to come up with a deal, and it was negotiated for more than a year in the House and Senate. It eventually got bipartisan support and got the final signatures from all three countries six months ago. Now the Trump administration has made it clear it's ready to enforce the deal right away and lead on our trade partners to do the same. China officially passed a controversial security law on Hong Kong, 
and now it's prompting some international criticism. The details of the law were kept secret from the public until after it passed and went into effect this week. Basically, it gives China more power to investigate, charge, and punish suspected criminals in Hong Kong. And what's considered a crime is much different there than here in the U.S. For example, there, it's a crime to oppose China's leadership. So now Hong Kong's pro-democracy, anti-government protests that have been going on since last year are considered illegal. And if people keep protesting, they could now be punished with prison time, even a life sentence in some cases. And this big change comes at a pretty significant time. Today marks the 23rd anniversary of Hong Kong's handover from British rule back to China. And remember, as part of that deal back in 1997, China agreed to give Hong Kong some independence for at least 50 years under the principle known as one country, two systems. But only 23 years in, critics say the new anti-protest law that just passed stops those freedoms. Though the city's leader argues the law will help restore stability. Reuters reports up to 4,000 police officers were deployed today to make sure no protests pop up. But the U.S. has made its criticism of this very clear. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo promised America would not stand idly by while Beijing attacks freedoms of speech, press, and assembly. He said the U.S. will no longer be able to give Hong Kong any special treatment on trade. Stay tuned. The world is saying goodbye to one of the most celebrated comedy writers of all time. Carl Reiner died at 98 years old. He's best known for creating the sitcom The Dick Van Dyke Show and the movie The Jerk in the 60s and 70s. Reiner had also worked with and was best friends with fellow comedy legend Mel Brooks, who posted a farewell on Twitter yesterday calling Reiner a giant unmatched in his contributions to entertainment. Comedian Jerry Seinfeld wrote Reiner had a comedic energy of pure joyfulness. To honor him, expect to see a lot of Carl Reiner TV reruns this week. And you can also stream episodes of The Dick Van Dyke Show on Hulu or Prime Video to celebrate his legacy. More news is coming up, but first I want to tell you about our sponsor this week, Function of Beauty. If you're like me, then you know the frustration of half-used bottles of shampoos and conditioners piling up in the bathroom because they aren't quite right for your hair. Well, no matter what your hair type is, Function of Beauty wants to help. That's because they're all about customized hair care. Yet Function of Beauty individually formulates every bottle based on your hair type, styling preferences, and hair goals. Just take a short, simple quiz to get started. You can even choose what type of fragrance you want in your shampoo and conditioner and what color you want it to be. I personally got a light peach fragrance, and I went with dye free. So it's just white in the bottle and it's great, but you get to choose to get started and get a special discount. Just go to functionofbeauty.com slash newsworthy to take your four part hair profile quiz and then save 20% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash newsworthy to let them know that we sent you and get the deal. That's functionofbeauty.com slash newsworthy. Now back to the news. Starting today, American Airlines will book completely full flights once again. In other words, no more blocking off middle seats to ensure social distancing on the plane. That said, American Airlines still vows to aggressively disinfect the planes and let passengers know in advance if their flight will likely be full so they have the choice to change their plans if they want. Health experts aren't exactly happy about this. In fact, the CDC says it's reviewing the policy. Though it's also worth noting, United Airlines has been willing to sell every seat throughout the pandemic, so nothing changes there. Delta and Southwest Airlines, though, still have policies to leave the middle seat empty and plan to keep that up through the end of September. Major League Baseball is back. MLB teams officially returned to training today. Players are just reporting to their home ballparks to cut down on travel, and they're not all getting together at once. Players are getting staggered appointment times for practice. When they do show up, they'll get their temperatures taken. They'll also have to give samples for coronavirus tests every other day. 
Teams are gearing up for a 60-game season that's set to begin later this month. There's just not a set schedule yet. The new opening day is supposed to be either July 23rd or 24th. By the way, the minor league baseball season is canceled. It could be a simple way to preserve your eyesight. A new study suggests looking into a certain kind of red light could dramatically improve your vision. Scientists asked two dozen people to stare into a specialized light for three minutes a day. The theory was that the light could stimulate the rods and cones in the human eyes that help us see colors and see when it's dark outside. Well, after two weeks of testing the light, participants had their vision tested and they all saw improvement. The biggest changes were in people over the age of 40. Keep in mind, the study was super small, so it still needs to be tested out in separate studies before it's even considered for FDA approval. Heads up, YouTube TV is about to get a bit more expensive. The tech giant says it's raising its monthly subscription service from $50 a month to $65. And for new members, that starts today. The company says the price hike reflects the rising cost of content, especially since it's added new channels to its lineup, including MTV, BET, Nickelodeon, and Comedy Central. In total, YouTube TV's base plan has more than 85 channels. Current users will see the new rate reflected in their bill on or after July 30th. Musician Bob Dylan has made history. His new album, called Rough and Rowdy Ways, has debuted at number two on the Billboard charts, and that means the 79-year-old has had a top 40 album in every decade since the 1960s. He's the only musician to achieve that. But he has some competition. The New York Times reports singer Barbara Streisand is right on his heels. She's had chart-topping albums in every decade from the 60s to the 2010s, but she hasn't released one for the 2020s yet. And that's it for the main 10 minutes of news today, but now it's time for Work Wednesday, where we break down one interesting career or work-related news story every Wednesday. And today we're talking about how Microsoft wants to help people land jobs in the tech sector. The company now plans to help train 25 million people worldwide by the end of the year. It's working with LinkedIn Learning that has paths aligned with specific jobs like software developer and IT administrator. Those will be free for the next eight months. Microsoft is also discounting its certification exams for people whose jobs were impacted by COVID-19. They're now only $15 rather than the typical $100 or more. Microsoft says it hopes these resources will help people find work during the pandemic. All right, thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe or follow in your podcast app to get new episodes for free every weekday. As always, you can read more about any of the news stories mentioned at thenewsworthy.com slash show notes. We'll catch you up on more news to know tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.